0: Back to Detroit Strange.
1: This podcast. It's ours. It sure is.
0: That's Jess over there.
1: That's Alex over there.
0: So, uh, what's new with you? I think you were talking about some advent stuff that you were doing yesterday.
1: I was yesterday. uh, My friend and I, this is the second annual uh, non romantic life partner advent year for us. Love that. So, what we do is we go shopping, just Target. And we get a bunch of little stuff and then we package them up for the 25 days of December. And then we have something little to open each day.
0: That's so cute.
1: Yeah. And like we I mean, most of it's like in pairs and we know what we got, but we don't know the order that it's coming in. And most of the time I forget what we bought.
0: That's fun. I like have never done advent things before this year. My mom got me a wine advent calendar. Ooh, That's a good one. Right. It's just like it looks like they're like hearty pours of wine. For each night, like it's not a full bottle, but it's like a hearty pour. That's perfect. Yeah. And I I, love a good hearty pour. (laughs) Right. And like my mom says every night when I open, I have to go cheers, mom. So, yeah. As you should. I know. What a gem. I know. And I'm like, I'm excited. I like, no, not Abbott thing. So It would be cool to have like a something for every day until Christmas.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you know, it doesn't. I mean, not that that's what it's all about, but it's a nice little treat, like a nice little. mm. Right. Season,
0: yeah. Did you do Black Friday shopping?
1: Not really. I mean, I, I'm, I, am that's not my jam, uh, yeah. as it were. But and also, I was working for most of the day. You know, not a full day, but a lot of the yeah. day. I did end up getting. There was some makeup on alta.com dot com that Ooh. was already in my cart. Yeah, and then there, you know, just because like I do that a lot with things. And so it was very, very cheap for like how much it was. So I ended up getting a little bit, but I also just don't have a lot of. Um, disposable income at the moment. So yeah. <laughs> got to yeah. keep it. A- Plus, like
0: Black Friday, there's some good deals, but also sometimes I'm like, that's not anything I'm rushing out to the stores for.
1: No. And everybody says actually the better deals get closer to the actual like holidays. I would believe it. Mm-hmm. I think says like to- Cyber Monday is supposed to be like way better or something, but I also still don't believe that. And then if you just pay attention to deals over the holidays, yeah, there's going to be better ones.
0: Yeah, I think so. I I didn't do like a ton of like big box shopping just because like my parents live in small town nowhere. So mm-hmm. uh, we went to a lot of like boutiques, which was actually great because I got this like cute little like vintage tray. You'll probably see it one of our drink photos coming up. But um it was like this cute hexagon, or an octagon, it's an octagon, mm-hmm. sorry. This cute little octagon tray, and it was only six bucks, and I'm like super excited.
1: That was only six dollars? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so cute.
0: I know, I'm like wondering too, because like, it might be real tortoiseshell, which is kind of weird. Huh. It like looks like it could be real tortoiseshell.
1: Interesting. Was this like, um, was it like a used item or a brand new item?
0: Uh, it wasn't brand new. So it's like this store called IDK, <laughs>
1: and...
0: It's just like a bunch know. of what? Yeah, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: It's just like a store or whatever. But like, like they just have a bunch of like unique stuff. Like there's like a lamp that's like a mannequin arm holding a light bulb.
1: Oh, OK, so like like um, kind of kitschy, kind of interesting yes, stuff. Like there's an see... Elvis headlamp. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: like it's a lot of fun stuff. Like it's, it's a lot of fun stuff. There's a very few things from the store. I'd be like, I'm going to put that in my house, but it's always fun to go look at.
1: Oh, I love stuff like that, like looking at it. I don't tend to like to have like a lot of I mean, I have a decent amount of stuff like decorative stuff, but there's like a limit for me for sure. But I love looking at that kind of stuff.
0: Right. I'm the same way. I don't have a ton of like decorative kind of stuff, but I I, I like quantity over quality, though, with decor. Oh,
1: definitely. So I just like
0: a lot of like little unique things. Yeah, especially if it's like local stuff, because there's this one store in the Rust Belt that has these really cool like prints of Detroit buildings, like stylized. Mm-hmm. And I always like think those would be so cool. I just don't have a place for them.
1: Oh, that's fair. Yeah.
0: But like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like this tray.
1: Yeah, that tray is beautiful. I, I love it so
0: much. I put my decanter on it and it looks like very, it's
1: very classy. Yes. I'm impressed.
0: You know, I was telling someone. I feel I, like
1: you should smoke a cigar now.
0: Yes. I should <laughs> I should take up smoking because of this tray. <laughs>
1: just because of that tray. Yes. Please do. Ugh. <laughs> Gross. Don't I can't it. imagine. Please don't.
0: I like no people would still smoke in their house, but like I like 'cause I just wouldn't want my house to smell like smoke.
1: No, definitely not. I mean I I think most
0: smokers smoke outside.
1: I think most do anymore just because like well, there's also like a film and stuff that can like Yeah, because you'll see things. like
0: you go into like older houses, sometimes you'll just see like, Ooh, the
1: stain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't go away. Like, it's very, very hard to get rid of like even older bars and stuff. Cause like, you know, you yeah. used to be able to smoke in bars. Like you can walk into some bars still to this day. And smoking has been banned from indoor spaces for like decades. I think at this point, I don't even know how long, but a while. And you yeah. can still like smell and kind of even see the remnants of when it was allowed. So
0: the bowling yelling Canton that we used to go to all the time. when I was growing up because I, I bowled in a league in middle school because I was that kid. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But like it always, you just walk in and it smelled like smoke and that spray they sprayed on the shoes.
1: <laughs> Ew. Yeah. <laughs> what a lovely mixture. Right. Mm.
0: But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we sipping on? <laughs> Speaking of smoking, we have oh, a hot oh. beverage. Yes. Uh,
1: we do have a hot beverage today. It hot. is a classic. Hot toddy, Ooh, because so it's hot. cold outside.
0: It's cold outside, and it is cold in Noogie spooky, spooky Studios. It
1: is, so I thought a, a nice warm beverage I appreciate would be it. very appropriate today. Yes, uh, and I love a hot toddy. I do too. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I kind of feel like I had the sniffles a little bit earlier, so mm-hmm. this is great.
1: I love ac- warm beverages in general, whether they are adult or not. Yeah. Love a good warm beverage. Yeah, it's one of my favorite cozy pastimes. It's very what?
0: Huga. You're not. You remember like that? Like it was going around like a year or two ago about like it's like the Danish concept of cozy.
1: Oh, you were it's, the one who told me about yeah, it. Yes, I was it's, like it's somewhat It's familiar, but
0: like H Y G G E. Okay, but pronounced Huga. Huga.
1: That reminds me of. I don't know why, but it reminds me of that weird dancing baby thing that happened a million years ago. Huga uh, chaka. Huga chaka. <laughs>
0: I think you said that the exact same time when I told you about this earlier. I think I this is like the same conversation. I love that. I probably
1: that. did. Because that's all I could think of. I mean, I think that's Uga Chaka, but still. I
0: mean, it's very similar. Because
1: nothing says cozy like a naked dancing uh, animatronic not animatronic, but computer, computer graph- generated yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah.
0: But like it's like like warm beverages are very Ooga. Like Having like a warm beverage, looking out from under a blanket, out the window at the snow. I love everything about all of that. That's like Danish hygge, right? Like they just, they love that shit. And I'm bummed because like when I was over there, one of the girls got a sweatshirt that just said hygge on it. And you know me, I love a dumb sweatshirt. I'm wearing one right now and I love it.
1: Um, You're wearing a lovely sweatshirt right now.
0: I love it.
1: In fact, we're going to take a photo later.
0: Yes, but...
1: We always say we're going to do that and forget, but we're going to take a photo today after we record.
0: I mean, this is like my favorite
1: sweatshirt. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, I've seen it often, but I I like it every time I see it. It's
0: one of the shirts I wear that my dad's like, I don't get it. I'm like, I'm not surprised. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) Like I was wearing my sports shirt yesterday because it was the Michigan, Michigan State game. Perfect. And he's like, I'm like, Dad, see, look, I wore this shirt just for today. He's like, I still don't get it. I'm like. (laughs) I'm a sports fan. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> Sport. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So while we sip on our little cozy drink here.
0: Yeah. What do you, do you, you want to hear? Today? a
1: Not so cozy story.
0: Yes. I love your good. Good juxtaposition.
1: This one's a little interesting. It's something I'd never heard of. And I just kind of found I went to uh, Murderpedia. Ooh, I don't know if you've heard of that website.
0: I haven't.
1: So it is exactly what it sounds like. It is just a database of murders. Fun. <laughs> you know, as one goes to. Um and so I got all this not most of this information from Murderpedia or the detroitnews.com blog area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a little bit from Wikipedia. Okay. So there wasn't a ton of information about it. So it's a little, you know, but yeah. I did what I could. So we're going to start with a guy named paul jaworski
0: uh good old paul jaworski
1: yes so he was he born... sounds like the
0: guy in the office that just like has that cube by the copier and well, like has <laughs> a bunch of knickknacks on his desk
1: he does if he was born about 80 years later okay cool so and i'm probably saying the name i'm, I'm gonna do my best with the pron- pronunciation this is a polish name so it's probably more like divorce Jawors- jaworski I like I'm that. not
0: Polish. I don't um, know.
1: I'm not either, which is, oh, it's surprising. We're both from right. Southeastern Neither Michigan was. and not <laughs> Polish. Yeah. So Jaworski was born Paul Polozinski. Fun. Uh, he was born in Poland in 1900. He immigrated to the United States in 1905, and he lived in Ohio, Michigan, and Pennsylvania, but I couldn't find the specific dates of when. He was a well-known gangster in Cleveland and in Detroit. And the book Gangland International by James Morton, it states that on 13th of December 1928, when Jaworski and Frank Whitey Kraft were caught in a restaurant, Kraft ran out the back, but Jaworski pulled himself up in Chambers Avenue. He was driven out by tear gas and was shot. It was thought he would survive, wouldn't survive, but he did. He has already shot a prison guard escaping from Pittsburgh and was said to have killed up to 26 people during a former gang... Uh, including a former gang member who was also a drug addict. Javarsky, rather than see him suffer, threw his body into the river. (sighs) So basically, we're not talking about a very nice dude today.
0: Wait, so he threw threw a dude in the river. He didn't throw himself in the river. Correct. Yeah, basically.
1: um, So he was a gangster and there was a lot of um, their crime mostly dealt with stealing payrolls from various places. And this guy wanted to take more of his cut. And he said, F no uh and so he shot him and threw him in the river fine yeah so again not a nice guy
0: he's the guy in the office but his knickknacks are like people's teeth
1: yeah exactly that's who he is yeah so he was the leader of a gang called the flatheads okay yeah so the flatheads started out in. we're gonna go we're gonna jump around but we are gonna land in detroit on this one okay december 23rd 1922 they killed a payroll clerk and slash guard named John Ross Dennis during a robbery in Bedling, Pennsylvania. We're going to go ahead a couple of years. December 24th, 1925, they killed a mine payroll guard, Isaiah Gump, in Pittsburgh. Javarsky then kills Jack Wright in a quarrel over the loot. So that's the man he threw in the river. March 11th, 1927, they committed the first ever armored car robbery. Fun. Yeah. So, you know, the cars with all the things on them that are hard to get into. They stole Apparently over not hard enough. <laughs> they stole over one hundred and four thousand dollars, and again, we're talking nineteen twenty-seven. Damn. For the armored vehicle on Bethel Road, just seven miles outside of Pittsburgh, they had placed five hundred pounds of black powder under the road, which they had stolen on the previous day from a mine. Damn. Yes. So they mostly operated out of Detroit until police presence became a problem for them, and then they moved to Pennsylvania. And in March 19, 12th of nineteen twenty-seven. He was arrested and pled guilty to killing Dennis and Gump, the uh, two payroll clerks Uh slash guards. In May 18th of 1927, he was sentenced to death for killing Gump. And in August 18th of 1927, Javorski and a jailmate shot their way out of the jail, wounding two guards. Pow pow. This now brings us this short brief history of, you know, killing, which is awful. uh, Now brings us to... The Great Detroit News Payroll Robbery. Ooh. But one of the biggest outcomes of it was that the Detroit News was beaten by more than an hour on the story of its own holdup. By, oh, my God. I love that. Yes. By a place called the Detroit Times. They have ceased to exist. They stopped publication around 1960.
0: But that's why the um, people who were stops called Times Square. because
1: That's where they used to be. Ooh, look at that. Connections. Connections. So they were basically extra extraing at the door of the detroit news while they were being held up inside while the police and like all the ambulances and stuff were still there like the robbers Sad. were gone by the time that they came out but they were like yeah they had their headline publication and they were trying to sell it literally in the detroit news building while the people were like still kind of coming down from all the commotion although they were still trying to print their own version of it too. like the detroit news was on top of it
0: they were trying, but they were also dealing with the fact they just got held up.
1: Yeah. So we're going to go into that day a little bit. Love that. So <laughs> June 6, 1928. That's when this happened. 11 a.m. Just before the noon edition of the Detroit News was about to go to press, five men entered carrying paper bags. They walked around to the second floor business offices. Upon a signal, the bags were ripped open and the men were wielding shotguns. Damn. There was a switchboard operator named Mabel Kerr in the news city room. Not
0: Mabel,
1: I know. And she was talking with Harvey Pat- uh, Patton when another employee saw the commotion, entered the room, and announced, "My God, we're being robbed." Kerr told Peyton, who then called the police. A shot rang out. The robbers were led by Javarsky and Paymaster. Edward Krell rushed into the city room wielding a .45 revolver. I'm not sure if that's how you talk about guns. That sounds right. Or 45 revolver. Would you just say, do you say the point? I think it's a caliber.
0: 45 caliber? Yeah, sure. We're not guns. No. This not. isn't a gun podcast. <laughs> no, definitely
1: not. And he, so he came in with a 45 revolver shouting, where did they go? As shots were being fired. Then an editor announced, maybe we ought to have a story. That's what your number one thing is, is we the news. We have to have a story. But most were distracted and looking out the windows at the commotion on the streets below. A six man waited in the getaway car on Lafayette. After obtaining available payroll envelopes, the five men ran down the stairway to the first floor lobby. They were met by Sergeant George Barstad, a traffic patrolman who rushed into the building to investigate what was going on. Barstad was shot from the steps by two of the gunmen. Okay. Once in the street, the group confronted Patrolman Guyot, G-U-Y-U-T, and Craig, a police marksman. Craig emptied his gun at the men as they fled to the getaway car, managing to leave at least one bullet hole in the stolen Ford vehicle they were driving. Good. Due to the exchange of gunfire, Craig did suffer some minor wounds. Joseph W. Wharton, an advertising salesman for the news, was approaching the building, not knowing any of this was going on. He's probably just like out for lunch or something. Yeah. Uh, During the commotion, an officer suffered minor gunshots and injuries to his legs. When all the commotion was happening, the Times working off of a police report was racing to print. They were already selling copies in the lobby while the police and ambulance presence was still there, like I mentioned. Uh So two of the six men were convicted and sentenced to life in prison while the other four escaped prosecution for this exact crime. So that is pretty much the story of that. The uh, unfortunately the one officer George Barstad, he was pretty young, he did die from it. But this did not stop the men from continuing to basically do this stuff. In September 13th of 1928, Jaworski is- birthday. Sorry. <laughs> Jaworski is captured in Cleveland, Ohio after fatally wounding wounded wound- wound- I'm really good at this talking thing. Wounding Officer Anthony Virchurek and Killing Officer George C. Effinger, who died a few years later from the injuries. And they also injured bystander Benjamin Medstruck. So again, that was in Cleveland. That would
0: suck. Should be a bystander. I know, just
1: walking by. It's really upsetting.
0: If only there was something we could do about this problem. If only there There was was some sort of control. Right, you know, some kind of like way to maybe make it less Mm -hmm. hard to get a gun. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Who knows? But clearly, um,
0: there's nothing we can do about it.
1: No, yeah. The good news, well, I, the okay news, the silver um, lining is that Javarsky later died by the electric chair for a payroll holdup murder in Pennsylvania, and then that's when he gave details to the, of the Detroit news robbery because he didn't really care anymore. He was captured right, at this point. Right, the chair. Why not? Yeah. So he explained that the gang expected to get sixty five thousand, but settled for the fourteen thousand eight hundred twenty six they got instead.
0: Oh, my God. The, there wasn't as much money in the place we robbed. Yeah.
1: It's um, found money. You appreciate well, it. They settled for it. Because they had an option. Like, that doesn't right. make sense. Um, right
0: Excuse me. We expected more from this.
1: <laughs> this is supposed to be 65. Where's the other 50? But they had been casing out the building for several yeah. days. So they knew exactly what they were doing going in there. So, like I said, he was sentenced by... Uh, to execution by electrocution in Pennsylvania on January 2nd, 1929. But he received a stay of execution until. In 29-
0: okay. Sorry. Yes.
1: Yeah, so this is like not much later. Cause the first thing happened, the actual thing happened in June of 1928. And so we're only talking the next year in 1929, um, January. So six months later.
0: Do you think, it was, I don't remember who invented electricity. If it was Edison or I don't know if he invented electricity.
1: Well, Edison is the one who kind of figured out that you could like conduct from like, like lightning and stuff. Yeah. And then, no, and then there was um, Tesla. Yeah. He did also hurt him. Yes.
0: Do you think either of them were like, someday they're going to be able to use this to kill people in chairs? You know? Oh, God. Who was the, the person's like, you know, this light bulb
1: thing? Let's use Let's, it to kill people. Right. Oh, gross. Um, He actually received, though, a stay of execution, which I didn't know this was a thing until they did like a sanity review. Okay. So. Some of the places actually said his death date was actually January 2nd, the day he was due to be executed. However, he was actually executed on January 21st, 1929. So, you know, a few, like a few weeks later, but interesting, this goes into his character maybe a little bit, despite being born to a Catholic family when offered services of having a chaplain before execution, he said, I preached atheism since the day I quit singing the choir. A man is yellow if he spends his life believing in nothing and then comes crawling to the church because he is afraid that his death is near. Damn. Yeah. So very avid atheist, uh, which is I mean, like, that's fine. But just, yeah, th- for that time period, especially, I feel like that's a very interesting. Yeah. Um, the book Ganglin International, the one I mentioned earlier, also goes to state that shortly before his execution, Davars- Javarsky sent his friends a postcard with his future address. Do you want to hear it? hell yeah 45 hell's fire road six fourteenth ths from miles from hell oh <laughs> so that is um the very short yeah interesting story of the great detroit news payroll robbery that's crazy yeah
0: that's like some wild
1: wild west ship. as i say it, makes, it reminded me when i was reading through it it did remind me of just like a movie that you would watch of like I don't know. I mean, stuff still happens, but I just feel like clearly like the early 1900s and like into the 20s and 30s were like a very different.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: Everything.
0: The whole time I couldn't help but think of Red Dead Redemption 2, which is a video game where you play like uh, you basically play the guy robbing payrolls. Oh like I don't know if it's specifically payrolls. I think there's one mission about payrolls, but it takes place in like the Wild West and like you're riding a horse and shit. So I think it was before the 20s, obviously.
1: Yeah, like the 1800s. Yeah. I actually, you know what it kind of makes me think of too, because like a lot of these stories do have to do more with like the East Coast or like the Midwest. There's not like I'm sure there's plenty of like
0: oh yeah stuff
1: happening out west and stuff too. But I do feel like the Wild West is kind of like it happened in the Wild West, and that was actually out west. And then all of that like type of i don't know like crime or something Mm -hmm. kind of became organized in the east and midwest like different people performing it but kind of similar things of like i'm just gonna go in this place and be like give me the money yeah which again like people still do hold up places and stuff today but it's less and
0: less common because like who has cash anymore
1: well who has cash anymore also we live in like such a um heavily monitored- someone's snapchatting
0: a robbery if you're trying it
1: for sure and there's I mean there's literally like cameras and stuff everywhere too yeah uh and yeah somebody's snapchatting it somebody's doing something
0: it's crazy just to imagine back when like payroll was a box mm-hmm. and not just like oh cool it's the 15th money showed up on my account
1: yeah yeah I know you had to like pick up an envelope yeah That's I mean crazy. I've had jobs where I've still got an envelope I've but, had like th-
0: jobs like that too yeah. but like it wasn't a lockbox in some, like, mm-hmm. office. Like, hey, here's your weekly wages. Don't mm-hmm. spend them all on liquor and candy canes.
1: Yeah. I think it's also interesting, too, that they were doing, like, payroll. Like, these men, specific, very, I mean, there were a lot of them were, like, payroll specific. So they were, like, obviously casing places out. But they weren't it going directly sense. to banks. They were going to, like, the companies and the payroll. And I think it's just probably because they are less guarded. I wasn't saying they are less guarded, probably. Yeah um my mom used to work at a bank like way back Not, not when i was live but way back in the day and they got held up once or something oh my gosh yeah i the story is a little fuzzy to me but she's she's told it to me like a couple times but i, I feel like i don't know the details yeah <laughs> i feel like she didn't want to freak me out
0: my aunt actually we used to work in the bank too, and she didn't have any crazy stories like that. But she'd always said she liked that there's a desk in front of her, like she worked behind like the teller window. Mm-hmm. So when patients were or not patients, when customers were being assholes, she could flip them off.
1: Oh, of that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Again, I think there's so much monitoring. Yeah. Everywhere now, like, I mean, people are more into like Bitcoin theft.
0: Yeah. I'm Cybercrime.
1: Like, mm-hmm, cryptocurrency. Yeah. I don't really even still understand how that works at all. But
0: I don't even get TikTok, to be honest. <laughs> so crypto, crypto crime. is <laughs> above my pay grade. Mm-hmm. I mean I work in computers and I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, Bitcoin?
1: What about the dark web?
0: I'll take a cat I'll take a gift card, thank you.
1: <laughs> I do love a good gift card. Same. If anybody wants to send me one, yeah. Send them my way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That is interesting though. Mm-hmm. That yeah.
1: Like I said, I was I was looking through that murderpedia website and actually there wasn't a ton of Detroit specific things, which was good. I mean, listen, yeah, see, I, I'm glad we don't have a lot of good for the city serial uh, yeah,
0: situations. It could be better for us if there was more, but
1: <laughs> From a selfish not gonna, standpoint. From a
0: selfish standpoint, I wish there was more, but also like probably better There wasn't,
1: you know? Yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah, same.
0: No.
1: Uh, yeah, so that's that story. <laughs> that's awesome. Good job. Thanks.
0: Are you ready for Two Truths and a Lie? Oh, you know it um, all the time. I actually, um, I thought of it before you were talking, which is new for us. Because <laughs> usually when they like, start recording, like I forgot to do my Two Truths and a Lie. I
1: know. I used to be really good at it. And I, I feel like, like I'm getting like, I need to just like make a bunch of them one day and like have them like same.
0: Ready. It's just because you're so focused on like I need to have my notes for the episode that you forget, mm-hmm. like, oh shit, like I actually have to have two shoes and a lie too.
1: Mm-hmm. And then when you're doing it, I'm like, ah, I'm just gonna go and listen to Alex. Right. So sh- time. Yeah, exactly. I don't have anything ready. Jess is <laughs>
0: gonna talk this time. But I thought of it beforehand and I'm actually really happy with this one.
1: Awesome. I'm excited.
0: Um bring it. You know Mariah Carey. You uh-huh. heard her?
1: All I want for Christmas.
0: It's actually about that in that album. Yes. So this year is the 25th anniversary of both that song and the Merry Christmas album, the album it came on.
1: Oh, I saw that on LP at a store recently for $35.
0: That's way too much. But like, (laughs) I mean, I'm sure it's a great album. That's really the only song I've listened to is All I Want for Christmas is You. Yeah, same. But which actually it broke the Spotify streaming record last year. Like.
1: That doesn't surprise me. I used to have a coworker who in June um so this is when I was working in a restaurant. We had one of those jukeboxes that you can control from like a phone oh app. Oh my god,
0: no. Did she?
1: She would love to put it what on in kind June. of
0: sociopath.
1: <laughs> it made me laugh every time though because like she would be like bartending, she put it on and I knew it was her cuz like we, we and you would just, just watch her on the ground confused. Uh-huh. And I'd just start laughing. Uh, it made me laugh. It reminded me of that one um what uh, what's that one stand-ups joke with the um What's Up Pussycat?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: John Mullaney. John Mulaney's yes. joke where he and his friend like played What's Up Pussycat like 30 times. Yeah, and then, then like, like
0: a different song then Back to What's Up A different, different Tom Pussycat. Jones
1: song or something. And then like, yeah, what, yeah yes. it's so good. It's so good. I love confusing people in public faith, like harmlessly. Right. Like. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's... A- I was thinking about this the other day, too, because I saw Elf the Musical last night, which oh, was great, actually, because I don't really like I've said it on here before and I'll say it again. <laughs> yeah, I don't I like know. the movie. It breaks
1: my heart every time.
0: <laughs> Good. I'm just kidding. Um, I don't like the movie, but I actually enjoyed the musical. I think it actually works better as a stage show in a musical.
1: I can see that because it's kind of like, I mean, it's campy it's and purpose. It's very nervous. campy
0: and like.
1: Yeah. I will say it's not my favorite Christmas movie by any stretch of the imagination. I was trying to
0: think of what my favorite Christmas movie was. And I like, I was like. Do you know what your favorite Christmas movie is? I like. I think I finally came to an answer. I'm not like thrilled with it, but I have an answer.
1: I. That's a. T- I think it matters on my mood. Like, do I want a cheesy one or do I want a real one? It... Mm. I'm gonna think on it for a second. You tell me your answer.
0: I thought about it for a minute. I'm like, this is such a basic answer, but also like, it is a solid movie. But Wait, can, me- I, oh, can I? guess? Yes. Is
1: it Love Actually?
0: no okay i feel I, like a lot of
1: people's is love actually
0: i didn't see love actually until like four years ago oh. and like i watched it and i'm like that's fine i guess okay. i don't i don't even think i knew it was a christmas movie at the time i was just like or maybe i did i don't know <laughs>
1: there's a lot of christmas in it i just okay. remember it was
0: on netflix and like everyone talks about this movie and i watched it and i'm like
1: all right okay
0: mm-hmm. that was our action but um go ahead want to keep guessing
1: um i don't think you're gonna die hard I've never seen Die Hard. I actually just watched it for the first time like last year. It was good. But I mean, I'm not going to be like, Die Hard's my favorite movie. Or yeah. Christmas movie. Um, Can you give me like one hint? I uh, love that we haven't even made it to the two truths in a Lie. by no. the way. Side side note. Go on, though. Give me a hint.
0: Um, I f- The reason I decide this is my favorite Christmas movie is because she's in it. This woman actress. Wait. She's not the main character by any means.
1: Wait, but Mariah Carey? No, no, oh, no, no. Just, just like oh. this.
0: There's an actress in this movie that I was like. Oh, you
1: love this actress. I do. Oh, man. Is it the f- the family one? Which one? The Family Stone. No. Family. It's a comedy. Jewel. Yeah, Family Stone's real depressing. Yeah. Um, Really good movie. Yeah. Really depressing. depressing.
0: Um, I feel this one's going to be out of character for me.
1: Oh, I'm so intrigued. I wish it.
0: It's a comedy and it's like, cause like I do love comedies, but like usually like
1: Christmas uh, with the cranks. I don't no. even know what that movie's about.
0: <laughs> I feel like I've seen that movie once. <laughs>
1: Jingle All The Way. I'm just shouting movie now. <laughs>
0: <sighs> Takes place in Chicago.
1: A lot of them take place in Chicago. Yeah. Why? Is it the Santa Claus? No. Is it?
0: I'm surprised you haven't gotten it yet.
1: Oh my god. it's like the
0: one Christmas movie now to I feel me. like
1: a lot of pressure. Oh, Home Alone. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's such a good. I just bought it on DVD like last year because I love that movie and I hadn't seen it in forever.
0: Like I said, I'm not thrilled that it's my favorite because I feel like it is such a basic bitch answer. But no, like Catherine O'Hara, though,
1: I do. who yeah, she's the, great.
0: That's the she. That's yeah. who she was. Who is she? She's oh, Catherine O'Hara.
1: OK, that makes sense. Because I
0: love Catherine O'Hara. That makes
1: sense. OK, no, that's a pretty solid choice. Yeah, Because like that's
0: like on. one of the three movies my family watches at Christmas that for Christmases and uh Christmas Vacation.
1: Okay. Um I you know what I didn't see for a long time, but I do actually think is a good movie. I do like um Planes Trains and Automobiles. Like I didn't see that until I was an adult. I dated oh, some of yeah. his family, and that was like their movie, and then I was like, Oh, this is a good movie. uh but I never had that like affiliation of it yeah. being my Christmas movie. Um I used... There used to be... This is not even a good movie. There used to be a movie called All I Want for Christmas. And it was about a little girl who wanted to... Like, her parents were separated and she wanted them back together. And then her brother was, like, trying real hard to, like, not break her heart. But he was, like, older and he, like, knew better. And... Yeah. There was a diner for some reason. I don't know. It, it's, There's always a
0: diner in a Christmas movie. There is a diner.
1: It was great. Um, so I used to really, really love that movie. And then... You know, this isn't really a Christmas movie, but I, but kind of, I was always a sucker for the movie, The Holiday.
0: Oh, that's, that's a solid movie. I mean, it's like
1: Christmas adjacent, like Christmas and New Year's come up in it. Yeah. So I feel like it's around this time of yeah. year. Um, I remember I was, whenever that movie came out in the theater, I was dating this guy and he and I had been together for a while and he was just like, I'm going to have to go see that, aren't I? <laughs>
0: and I was
1: like, yes, you are. Thank you for knowing that in advance. That yeah.
0: Makes, makes my job easier. Yeah, it makes my
1: job way easier. Um, Because I do. I love a good rom-com. Like. Same. And I, I don't care if people watch them with me. But there's just like. I was just talking with my roommate about this earlier today. There's just like a delight. It doesn't matter if they're good or bad. Because there's bad rom-coms that I still like. Yeah. And then there's good rom-coms. That are just. It well has on. to be either
0: really good or really bad. Like yeah. the ones in the middle are kind of just like. Ugh, like. Have you ever seen Definitely Maybe. Yeah, or no, no, not definitely. Maybe Um, because I said so.
1: Uh-huh. OK, I hate that one. I love that one. It's not good.
0: No, it's terrible.
1: But for some reason, I, I can't help myself. That's I've fair. i watched it. I think I even own it on DVD, Uh, but it's not good. Like, I no. will very, very, like, much admit. It's not it's not a movie I'd ever be like, hey, do you want to watch this with somebody? It's like, I'm sick with the flu. What am I going to put on kind of movie? Yeah, where I'm like, "Mm, that will make me. Well,
0: that's gonna make me throw up the rest of this flu. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. (laughs) Okay.
1: Um, I mean, there's definitely ones though that I wouldn't watch again. Yeah, I can't think of any. Oh, like I'm not like I was never like big into like how to lose a guy in ten days.
0: Oh, I that that just I saw that one like once.
1: Yeah, I saw it once and I was done. I was like, "Mm, it's not for me. That was not made for me. Yeah. Or my roommate, (laughs) my roommate was like, "I watched Failure to Launch yesterday, and I forgot that that movie's bad." And I was like, "Oh yeah, that one's real bad."
0: I remember that one too. That one's
1: like I've never seen that more than once. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. This has been. This is the tangent you came here for. Cast. (laughs) Yeah, that's really hard to say. Um, So anyway, two truths and a lie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. I mean, I love our tangents. I love when we go off about movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully our listeners do too. I hope so. Same. But so I, like I said, my two truths and I lie are about the Mariah Carey album, Merry Christmas, and like the song too. Because okay. that's, mm-hmm. that's the album for me. So the song All I Want for Christmas is You took Mariah over two months to write. Mariah originally didn't even want to do a Christmas album. And it's not the first song with the name. All I want for Christmas is you.
1: I'm going to go with the lie being the two months.
0: Yeah. Yes. It took her 15 minutes.
1: I was going to say, I think I knew it was really quick. And also, I remember that she didn't want to do a Christmas album. I've heard that one before. Yeah.
0: She. So it took her. She had a writing partner. Her writing partner busted out in 15 minutes. Um. She didn't want to do a Christmas album because she thought they were for older artists and husbands.
1: Yeah, no, I've read. Th- okay, I that have was heard that. Four,
0: so like, it was her fourth studio album.
1: That's it. I thought she had way more, but I guess it was okay. Twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: And then, um, it's not the first song with the name "All I Want for Christmas is You" because in 1989, Vance and the Valiants released a song with the same name.
1: I think I've done a f- Spotify search and accidentally come across that. That's as well. the worst
0: when you search a song on Spotify, or like, or you ask Google to play you a mm-hmm. song, and it's like oh i'm sorry let me play you this random ass song i'm like that's not what i asked for google
1: i'm gonna tell you a fun fact about me and mariah carey yes um so i was like in elementary school when her first album came out because uh-huh. i'm old uh and she was like my idol i thought she was uh-huh. amazing oh i think you uh-huh. talked about it didn't you
0: say you want to be mariah carey i did
1: yes i was in a contest called when i grew up at school uh uh-huh. sponsored by mcdonald's and- <laughs> They had this whole theme song too, like when I grow up and I won for my school and I got to go to the district and do it. And my whole, my, the first year of my speech was all about how I wanted to be a singer and I wanted, which shocking, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I have such a beautiful voice. Um, You're not a bad singer. I can improve. You're rocking um, a karaoke. I, I mean, I can be loud. Um, <laughs> and so my whole speech was about wanting to be Mariah Carey because I just, oh my gosh, the song Someday. I don't know if I actually know that one. Oh, we're going to jam to some some we're, so some to Someday after this because it's really good.
0: I mean, it's better than some of the songs we jammed to because like, I remember last time we were hanging out, someday. we were uh, jammed to Boom, Boom, Boom. <laughs> yeah. Let me hear you say, weho, weho. Yes, because
1: you didn't know it was a real song.
0: All I knew was like the weird like. YouTube. Girl, the YouTube girl who was just like, come on,
1: say weho. And I was like, no, this is a legit song. Like, <laughs> like I knew it had to
0: be, but I just i never actually heard the real one. I just remember the girl oh, saying, was so fun Boom, boom, boom.
1: You no, someday will be too much mouth movement with her. <laughs> someday will be definitely worth it. Um it's about like getting over somebody. Someday. You push Yeah, it's about a, a woman who's like the guy like left for another woman, and she's like, "Oh, well, you're gonna regret that."
0: I'll have to put it on my. Uh, he did Your dirty girl playlist.
1: Yes, it's a it's a good song for that. Um, but yeah, and then the second year I did a speech. Also went to districts with it. Yeah, uh, I wanted to be Jody Sweeten, who <laughs> is not that much older than me. I wanted to be a child actor when I grew up.
0: <laughs> I mean, you gotta have goals.
1: <laughs> um. This was pre meth, by the way. We're just gonna put that out there. But good oh, for she her for getting clean. Yeah, she. Uh, I don't. I don't know the specifics of it, so I don't want to say anything. But I do know, like, she had, and I think she's been pretty public about it. Like, she had a um, drug abuse problem. I are mean, not outing her if she has. No, um, no, no, no. It's no. Not like you guys are best. But friends. she's also. <laughs> but she, she also, to she my understanding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to my understanding, though, she's also like cleaned up and stuff, and then they well, did she like, had to the for reboot. House. Yeah,
0: the reboot. Otherwise, I should get Aunt Becky down there.
1: Which, by the way, I love the reboot because it's so... They make fun of themselves so hard. I
0: haven't watched... I can't bring myself to watch it. Uh,
1: it's... Honestly, it's bad, but it's worth it bad. But, like, if you, you know... Um, I've got other things to watch for you. If you consume before... Okay. So, it's, it's, it's... It's hilarious. Enjoyable. Like, it's... I do love a good hate watch. It's bad on purpose, though. Like, they make fun of themselves. I feel like the original show, Looking Back, was bad on purpose. Oh, yeah. And it's funny because, like, the people on it were literally like stand up comedians who were like the dirtiest, raunchiest, like, stand up comedians ever. And they're like, let me be on this family friendly show. Like, they were making fun of it the whole time.
0: It's weird because, like, What's his name? Bob Saget. Mm-hmm. That's what I knew him from first. And so when I heard his stand up, I'm like, oh, my God, Danny Tanner. What are you doing? I think uh, that's how
1: everybody felt. Like, everybody's oh, like, oh, yeah. my gosh, because he's dirty. Yeah. He real dirty. Oh, yeah. Like foul. Didn't everybody find out when he was on the um the Aristocrats like documentary? Like, there's that Aristocrats. Was he the Aristocrats?
0: The aristocats?
1: Not Aristocrats, Aristocrats. Oh, oops. There's like a joke. Everybody it's- wants to be a cat. <laughs> No, there's like a um a joke, like a well-known, and it's like it's a dirty joke. I think you can like make it dirtier or something. I forget honestly the context of it, but like it's like an age-old like comedian's joke kind yeah. of thing, and it's called the Aristocrats. And it's there was a whole documentary, and it was I want. It's been so long, but it, it they interviewed like comedians about the joke, and Bob Saget was like one of the people, uh-huh. and I think then everyone was like, "Oh, he's dirty." Like. <laughs> Like people, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people knew before yeah. that too. But then, yeah, you know who else is really dirty? Who? Who I've heard the stand up once only because I saw a student showcase in Los Angeles and this person was in it. Ooh, Angelica from Rugrats.
0: Yes, I can see that and love that for her.
1: She had, but she sounds like Angelica, and she had like the dirtiest set, and I was like, this is so weird.
0: Ah, uh, loved that for her. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. So we do want to share a couple of things. Yes. We are hoping to see some faces in the room with our faces. Yes. A couple um, times this month. Yeah. So first. Yes. Well, firstly, actually, this will just be your ears with our voices. Ears, yeah. Uh, on December 9th. I love Dup- to
0: your ears. <laughs> it's Ew. very sensual. I know.
1: <laughs> um, December 9th, we, uh, there's going to be an episode of the Michael Dupree Variety Hour released. And we're on it.
0: Yeah. It was a lot of fun.
1: It was so much fun.
0: I'm so happy you had us on. It was a great show.
1: Yeah, me too. It. We met that uh, we we got to talk with Michael. We met that very interesting. Yes, I forget that gentleman's name. He was very interesting though.
0: He was the former choir director, former choir director for the Ladies Baptist Choir.
1: Yeah, um, he had an interesting vibe about him. Yeah. Then after that, on the the Spooky Friday the Thirteenth, we have
0: Detroit Strange live. <laughs>
1: Yes. Uh, so we are going to be at the Film Lab in Hamtramck doing a live show. We're going to be interviewing some people who worked on the movie It Follows.
0: So excited.
1: Uh-huh. And it's, it's
0: going to be so much fun. Yeah. I hope to see you
1: all there. We hope to see you all there. Yeah. And for the first time ever, we're going to have some merch maybe. Yeah, we might have some merch for you guys. By that Ooh. we mean stickers. Um.
0: You gotta start somewhere.
1: Yeah, we're trying to produce some stickers right now. And we're also going to they're going to be screening the movie It Follows afterwards. And then there will be a Q&A for the audience members after that, too. But if you have any questions you want us to ask, please email us Detroit Strange, gmail.com.
0: And also on the social media is at Detroit Strange on Twitter and Instagram and Detroit Strange on Facebook.
1: Mm-hmm. And then other than that, this is just like a little bonus. Um, on December 18th at Deluxe Flux in downtown Detroit, there is a show called Dusty Bunny. Um, holiday Spectacular and that is an improv group that I'm part of. We do a monthly variety show and in this month's variety show there's also going to be a running sketch throughout the show that is going to be a holiday movie spoof and
0: We feel a holiday Christmas cheer.
1: It will indeed because Alex is one of the stars of it.
0: Yes. But that's all we'll leave it at. You'll have to come see the show mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be great.
1: Mm-hmm his his uh costume is already coming together and it's yes quite lovely yes so again put your your ears with our voices or your faces with our faces yeah and uh until then stay strange this has been a production of planet amp podcast powered by pinecast our theme song was created by sex and violence